Hey guys, and welcome back to Dark Blue Nutrition. My name is Katie, I'm your dietitian and trainer, and today we are gonna talk all about one of my favorite topics of all time, self-care for your health and fitness journey. So it's been a long, long road for me with self-care and just taking care of my mental health. So I know that I'm not the only person out there who really, really needs a reminder to take care of themselves during their health and fitness journey. You know, it's a lifelong path for most of us who are super passionate about health and fitness. And I think that we need that reminder sometimes that health is not just our physical body and the nutritional intake that we consume. It's also our mental health. It's such a big component. In fact, it's one of the bigger components of health that I've really tried to prioritize in these last few years of moving across the country, having a lot of changes happen into my life, starting my own business and things like that really had to put put me in perspective that I had to take care of my mental health or else I wasn't gonna be in a good position to help people grow and help inspire people the way that I want to in the health and fitness world with my own personal one-on-one -on -one clients and also with you watching this channel. I felt like a hypocrite without practicing my own self-care practice. So today I wanna talk about how you can incorporate self-care seamlessly into your health and fitness journey. So grab a cup of coffee or tea if you want something more relaxing. I am kind of jacked up on coffee today. That's just my personal preference, but hey, that's okay. Sometimes that is self-care. Coffee, coffee is good. So the first tip I have for you and the reminder that I constantly need to remind myself, I used to be very bad at it, is embrace rest days. I used to be the type when I was very obsessive and restrictive about my exercise and nutrition even. Way back in the day when I started my journey as a teenager, I would never have a rest day. Every single day I would feel like I had to be super active and I would sometimes work out one to two hours a day, every single day without breaks. And that's just not something that's sustainable or realistic for anybody, nor is it healthy not to give your body breaks. Your body needs breaks and is designed to have breaks because that is actually how you rebuild your muscle to gain muscle. You have to have those rest days so your body can restore itself to its full capacity. And not only that, you can be at your best energy level the next time you go to work out. Of course, working out helps us build muscle, but once we work out, you know, three to five times a week, we need that break so our bodies can rebuild and build that beautiful muscle back. Now, don't get me wrong, rest days don't necessarily mean you have to just lie on your couch and be a potato the whole day. It means that you need to hold off on the heavy lifting, hold off on the muscles that you've been using that week a lot. Like if you've been doing several leg days in a row or a lot of core work, you wanna avoid using those muscles. And typically with a workout routine, at least one that I would structure, I would work out you know, my legs a couple days a week, arms, one or two days a week and then core at least one day a week. So you're gonna be working hypothetically all of those muscles all week long. So try to give your body a break on using those major muscle groups for very strenuous activity. This is not to say that you can't do any exercise at all. You can definitely have an active rest day. So one of the things that I really love to do on an active rest day is to find something like go on a very light walk or get outside, just walk around the block, walk my dog. You can also do something like a stretching work 
workout or my favorite thing to do or one of my favorite things to do is to get the foam roller out and roll out my back, my shoulders, my traps, my neck, my butt, any place that's hurting that week, a foam roller does wonders on helping your body and your muscles recover. I don't know if you can hear Zoe, she is snoring a little bit. <laughs> so if you can hear that, then that's what the weird sound in the background is. <laughs> so this is a very therapeutic thing that I have found that I really just enjoy having those days off where I can roll out my muscles, stretch out my muscles, even just do a couple basic stretches. It doesn't have to be anything crazy or structured, just, you know, stretch out those triceps, stretch out your neck. I work from home, so I constantly have a tight neck. So I really love to do those neck rolls and kind of just light neck stretches, if nothing else. Another really great thing that you can incorporate into this self-care routine of really focusing in on your muscles is a CBD bath bomb. Those are great for muscle tension and, and relieving muscle tension and just relaxing. And um, they smell really great too. And you can also do a CBD salve, which my favorite brand is a local brand to Colorado. They are called Veritas Farms and I will leave a link to them in the description box below so you can find them. They're a really great brand. They are a company that tests all their products so you know that it's 100% pure and potent so you know you're getting exactly what the label says. I love all of their CBD products. I've tried basically everything they have. So I highly recommend their salves and their muscle. I think it's their athletic formula. I can't remember exactly what it's called but it's a little higher potency and so I I use that on the days where I really have super sore muscles, but any of their products would work great. They even have gummies if you prefer kind of ingesting CBD versus doing it topically. But for muscle tension, I do recommend topically because it really kind of focuses on the area of tension. Anyway, that's a whole nother talk about CBD. I love CBD for muscle tension. So if you want a video on, you know, kind of the top things that I would use for relieving muscle tension or body aches or muscle aches, then let me know and I will do a full video on all of that. Another thing you can and should do for self-care in your health and fitness journey is to find something outside of health and nutrition and fitness to do on your off time. I know I'm someone who's super, super passionate and always has been uh, since I discovered nutrition and fitness. I'm super passionate about those topics and sometimes to my detriment, I can get so obsessively focused in on all of those topics that I really don't have a whole lot of variety in my life. So lately I've been trying to kind of find different hobbies and different things that don't necessarily directly have to do with health and nutrition because that's just a healthier thing, I guess. <laughs> you don't have to, but it's something that I found. It just gives life more variety and makes me feel that much better. So one of the things that I do that I don't I by no means expect everyone to do is starting this YouTube channel. I've learned so much about cameras, about editing, about lenses, lighting, things that I would never ever have learned about before. Storytelling, so many different topics that I've learned through creating this YouTube channel. And I basically do like all the background work on this. So that's just one basic example of a hobby that you can have outside of health and fitness. Um, but it can be anything. It can be 
anything at all. Joining a wine club, that sounds like really good right now, except for it being 2021 and still not going out that much. It can be really anything you want it to be. That's just one example from my life. Also, another thing, if you wanna include it as a hobby I personally do, is painting my nails. I, I used to get my nails done all the time and I would love, you know, feeling treated, but it would take so much time and money to invest into someone else doing my nails and I would have to drive to the nail salon and sometimes they didn't have the color that I wanted and it was just like, for me, I just felt like it was something that I wanted to do on my own and find how to get good at. Cause trust me, I really sucked at painting my nails until I watched like 5 billion YouTube videos on how to paint your nails well, how to grow your nails out, all that stuff. So that kind of has become a side passion for me. So. Two examples now. They may not be your cup of tea and that's okay. That's not really the point. The point is think back to your childhood and pick one thing that you've always kind of been really passionate about or something that you've recently become passionate about. It really doesn't matter. Write down three to five ideas and then pick one or two of them and start there. And I think you'll find that having that variety in your life is really enriching and fulfilling and makes your life that much more balanced and helps you feel good in your health and fitness journey. It kind of all connects together. The last step I have for you for incorporating more self-care into your health and fitness journey is to find ways to incorporate mindfulness. Two of my top favorite ways to practice mindfulness is by mindful meditation and by gratitude journaling. These are probably topics or phrases that are nothing new to you, but I really have found that when I truly make time to incorporate these things, I really feel that much better and that much more able to be present. Now, I'm not gonna pretend like I'm not ever mindlessly on my phone or scrolling through Instagram or I'm this perfect guru. I'm definitely not. I'm a human being and I think we all, especially in the day and age of technology, it's just really hard to find that balance. So I find one way that I am more mindful is by setting screen time on my phone and on certain social media apps, especially Instagram, which I can get really sucked into mindlessly and really just have no purpose and end up comparing myself to others way more than I need to. So that's one thing that I set a limit on. And then I make time at least three to five times a week for mindfulness meditation. The Insight Timer app is my absolute favorite app for guided meditation. You have a plethora of different courses that you can take with the paid version and you have different meditations. I talk all about it in my favorite apps for health, fitness, and mindfulness. So I will link that down in the description box if you wanna check out that video but Insight Timer, perfect. I had the yearly subscription and it's 110% worth it and I highly recommend it. My other favorite thing to do, which is gratitude journaling, is something that you can do on physical paper if you prefer journaling on pen and paper, or you can do this in the Notes app on your phone, or you can use a special app for it as well. So I use the gratitude app, I believe it's called, I will link it below too, but it is a completely free app and it just prompts you to say something that you're grateful for and type it in the app every single day and you can like set different reminders for it and stuff like that because it's so simple and you know you get so many notifications in a day that that feels like just a positive notification that you can get like first thing in the morning to just 
Think about one thing that you're grateful for before you start your day. That's just like a life-changing thing and I know it's so cliche and kind of cheesy, but I just think that it's something that we all kind of need more of because I know, especially with me, sometimes I can just get down even when things are going really good in life and I think it's normal to have up and down moods, up and down feelings, but centering yourself and reminding yourself of what is going great in your life is one way to practice just a different mindset and come from a place of abundance in life. I think that's such a valuable thing that that's my number one focus for 2020 is practicing more of an abundant mindset versus a lack or focusing on what you don't have. So that is just my mini uh, TED talk for the day. I will leave the links to all of the videos that I mentioned and all kind of the apps and products that I mentioned today in the description box below. Let me know in the comment section below, what is your favorite way to practice self-care in your health and fitness journey? I know we could all benefit from sharing each other's thoughts and just kind of brainstorming in the comment section. So I love hearing from you and I'm so thankful for you for being with me today. That is the one thing that I am grateful for today. So you can also, you know, share what you're grateful for too in the comments if you want to be cheesy with me. But that is all for today. I will leave some videos for you in the end card and I will see you in the next video. Bye guys.